What's up, everyone? This is Josh Peterson of Humanican Media. And I'm Gerald Glassford, and we're from the Pop Culture Cosmos and the PCC Multiverse. And you're listening to Weird, a Two Dudes podcast right here on the Ace Podcast Network. I feel like there's a joke in here somewhere. I know, that's really weird, isn't it? Ace Podcast. Weird. Ruining it. Weird news podcast. Oh. It's so weird. Weird. I like to harmonize with that last weird, weird note. Hey, I'm Aaron. I'm Craig. Hi, Craig. Welcome. You should stop that singing. Welcome stuff. to you why? Why? Because you sing over the end song. Why can't I sing? I did it once. No, you do it all the time. And then by request, I'll do it again. <laughs> I didn't request it. I wish. We okay, did. before we get started, what we got? Lots of weird. What episode is this? One seventy four. Where am I? We got lots of weird. Weirdly Berry Studios. Tons of weird. Lee Berry Studios. La, 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 la. We kind of teased last episode about the AJ story. So I'd we like did. for you to tell it. I don't even remember it. Yes, you do remember it. You were at Speedway. That's how it starts. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, that's a great story. I'm telling you. It's that's so bizarre. That's a great story. It's kind of, it, you know Meta. what it does? It messes with your mind. It does. Yeah. It's like Inception. Yes. So I'm at Speedway. Our story takes us to the local Speedway. Love it. I love where that I'm place. I'm hanging out waiting on a sandwich. What'd you get? Wait a minute. I got a panini. Oh, I like the turkey cheese sub. That's what I always get. If it's okay with you, I had the panini. <laughs> That's fine with me. I'm standing there talking to, we'll call him W, one of the guys that works there that I know. Okay, yeah, I'm in there. yeah. Here I see AJ walking in. AJ's a listener. AJ comes walking in like she owns the joint. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. She walks in. She looks at me and she says, I was just listening to you guys talking about Speedway in the car. How weird is that? So I'm talking about Speedway on one of the last episodes about how we talk about how great the food is. Yeah, it's good. I'm standing now in the future in Speedway. Right. She comes in, hears my voice from the past talking about Speedway. How bizarre. And she walks in, and I'm standing in Speedway. I'm telling you what. And? That's good The stuff. icing on the cake? Yeah. Well, I didn't get cake, but on the icing I got on cake. That, the icing on top of that. Yeah, I was getting Speedway food. food. That's it, or feud. Whichever. I'm telling you, you know why? You know what? That stories like that are the reason we have this review that we have here. This Facebook review from Randall kind of sums up the whole thing. Yeah, we didn't pay Randall to say this. No, we did not. Like, but I he, put him in a headlock. He said, and this is true. The only podcast I want to listen to twice a week. Now, he didn't say he actually listened to it. No, he said he'd like. He, he wants to. He wants yeah. to if it was a perfect world and if he cared and if he liked it. <laughs> he goes on to say, Aaron and Craig are the best at delivering weird news. From their comedic accents to their ingenious commentary on the stories, every episode of Weird makes me wish it was a daily show. I can't take that much Aaron in my life. I'm sorry. That goes to Randall. That's, that's Thank you, Randall. Randall, that's just Appreciate a, that. that. And since he a, left us a review, you know what that means? We're going to talk nice about him. He's He's been included in the prize pool. Again. He's got two entries because he reviewed Oh, you're right, because he yeah. left a review. That's right. So he could win one of these great prizes. Speaking of that. There's that very low volume. It's our game show tie. It's game time on the Weird Podcast. That's my, that's my game, game show, show voice. voice. Yeah. This week, Craig will be guessing... Yeah, okay, same 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 setup as last time. I'm going to play. You're play a song. I'm going to have no clue what it is. You have no win clue. Although this one is very obvious. I'm afraid that you're going to get to choose. But if I get 
it right, yeah, I get a prize. You get a, you get the prize. If you get it wrong, if you don't get the song in 20 seconds, okay, a listener wins wins a prize. This is gonna be embarrassing because you know I won't get it. No, I think you might. I don't. Actually, know. I think you might. Okay. This one's pretty obvious. All right, you ready? It says you. Here we go. You got 20 seconds okay. starting now. Take away. All right, okay, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. 20 seconds of that's nonsense. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's, that's the Beatles. Good. No. That's not the question. Oh, you lost. We knew it's not the question. It was 20 years ago. That's the song. Sergeant Pepper taught the The first 20 play. seconds was nothing. Going no, that's how the style. real song starts. But you guaranteed to raise a smile. Who is this? So may I introduce to you the act you've known for all these years, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Oh my gosh. Oh! This is violated. Uh, are you getting sleepy? Yeah. What? Wait, what? We can't play that. I'm going to let it play for a second. Okay, so. Oh, oh dramatic. Listen. It's a harmony. I'm not sure they're on key. We hope you enjoy oh, they're getting sleepy. <laughs> Sing it, children. The room's spinning. Boys. Boys. So, I call that. So, I am getting better at the game. You're I did, getting better. I, you I did learn out who it was. You named in the. All, in all fairness, though. No, it, no, it's it, already no, fair. No, no, there was nothing to go by. The first 20 seconds. Okay, let's just, listen again. Let's okay. Li- okay, I'm going to play it again. Okay, you're right. 1,000 to 1,000. Okay, until that. Because that's how it starts. You I should recognize it right there. No. Yes. Right, okay. Now listen. And then it, I'll tell you when I recognize it. Right there. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. That's the first part. At, you had plenty of time oh, to say Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Apparently, no, I didn't. Yeah, I got it, it in there. 20 years ago today. <laughs> okay, so get your Siri and. Uh, oh, right, Siri. Hold on, get my Siri. Yeah, get your Siri. Numbers, what are the numbers? Tiger Blood Kittens in this one, and so is Weeby Jew. Weeby. Weeby. Oh, one through uh, 68. <clears throat> hey, Siri. Get, give me a random number between 1 and 68. Random number between 1 and 68 is 6. 6. Number 6 is Mr. Caleb 777. Caleb 777. I don't know who that is, but they have just won. They won the original Powerball, Craig. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to tell them what it uh, is. Oh, I'm sorry. What, what they win? Well, hey, Craig, what they win? They won the original, the all-original Powerball Signature Series, the world's most powerful hand gyroscope. Yes, that thing's pretty cool. I used to play with one when I worked at Littman Brothers. NSD Powerball is addictive, so exercise has never been so much fun. The non-impact action of NSD Powerball means it's a safe, effective way to strengthen hands, wrists, arms, and fingers, perfect for relieving RSI, RSI, what is RSI? And arthritic uh-huh. conditions feel the difference in just a few days. That's It'll awesome. Work the fingers and hands, the wrist, the forearm, the biceps, the triceps. And it's fun. It's a game, too. It's a game and it's exercise. You don't even the notice all it. The original Powerball. So, my friend Nathan at Larry's, Larry's, uh, is it, is it the, who is Caleb? Caleb, Mr. Caleb 777. He's related to our good friend Larry. Maybe. Could be. We'll find out, though. 
because Mr. Caleb was one of the first people ever to leave us a review. Because oh, so these prob- are in order. He's of already the reviews. died of boredom. So number one is King of Introverts, which is Josh. Josh is number. So he's, number he's one. probably died of boredom by now. Maybe. I hope not. I hope not because he he was an original listener. But Mr. Caleb seven seven seven, please let us know. I'll try to track you down. But uh, just to be on the safe side, go to www.weirdnewspodcast.com and leave us a message. If he there. doesn't find us, you need to find him and say, hey, you might have won something. Maybe you should listen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. I can neither confirm nor deny that you might have won something. So we got the story of AJ out of the way. We got the game time out of the way. I bet there's a top story on the way. You know what? You know what that leads to? Top story. United Airlines, that is. Sorry after alleged drunk or stoned flight attendant terrifies passengers. <laughs> Boo. (laughs) United Airlines is under fire again this Friday. The company apologized to the passengers of flight 4689 after hearing complaints about an allegedly boozed up or high flight attendant. Thanks, United, for a terrifying flight. Drunk or stoned stewardess endangered everybody's lives. Tweeted a passenger after exiting the plane. Boarding announcements were, if your seatbelt isn't fastened, you messed up. If I edited that, <laughs> yes, he you added. Yes, did. Good thing. According to reports, the flight attendant seemed inebriated while walking, addressing passengers. While walk, what? This, this isn't even good English. No, she was walking down the aisle while addressing his passengers. Right, but this is what it says. Yeah. According to reports, the flight attendant seemed so inebriated while walking, addressing passengers. <laughs> while walking, addressing passengers. Yes. That's not even right. Well, she's walking and addressing passengers. Put a comma in there. <laughs> it doesn't belong. That the, while walking, addressing passengers. Yes. What's an addressing passenger? Uh, it's uh, you walk, you walk and you address. You got at the same time. You got nothing. You walk and address. <laughs> I do not. Uh, what was I saying here? That uh, blah blah blah. Out of control behavior. Yeah. The plane took off from Denver and landed safely in North Dakota, where police were waiting for the stewardess. Oh, you can't say that anymore. It's flight attendant, man. I just said it. Oh my! Send goodness. me a nasty letter. How about it? <laughs> stewardess, 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 stewardess. <laughs> oh, oh, somebody so, already called the cops. Oh no, there's some <laughs> sirens outside. He said stewardess. Oh, now I said it. We are aware of a concerning incident involving a flight attendant serving on our regional service provider, Trans State Airlines Flight 4689, wrote a United Airlines uh, United Airlines in a statement obtained by people following <laughs> all uppercase following the incident as a good as a gesture of goodwill. We have compensated all customers aboard the flight with a bag of peanuts. <laughs> Three, to be exact. Three peanuts inside <laughs> one bag. Uh, and we apologize for any inconvenience or distress this may have caused. The staffer is being held out of service as investigators look into the case. And she was Was weeping. it a case that she was carrying with her they're looking into? They looked into the case, yes. They they had to open it. They didn't have and the And then they looked into it, and she then they was, found that she not only had done all these things, but she also had stolen a case of peanuts. Yeah. Yeah, they looked into that case, too. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the weird thing is, you know, today, in, in this age, you, it's going to be videoed. At, if something's at, at your out age, of, you mean? <laughs> funny. If something's out of whack or different, th- th- is it going to be chilly whack? <laughs> so there is video of this out there, and she was loopy. Gone, gone, gone too long. Ain't, gone that, too ain't long, no doubt long. about it. Got a you, gross story next. You remember them? Yeah. Chilly whack? Yeah. We just kind of went off the rails. On the crazy train. Ooh. Headline is Headline is Woman sighted after urine explodes in seven eleven. So if I get urine to explode in my face, I'll get my vision back. 
Sighted with an S. Sighted. She got a ticket. Oh, she got excited. Did, was it you telling me that Seven Elevens are coming back to the yes, mid-state area? Yes, they are. I am. I'm excited. According to uh, one of the stores, and according to an article that I read. Well, well, it started out it was one store is what I heard, and then when I walked in and started questioning it, she said, "Oh yeah, all of them are going to be. All these particular oh, stores it. are going to be Seven Elevens." Oh, I can't wait. But I'm kind of sad. I went to Seven Eleven a couple weeks ago in Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, you don't get the. I miss the big cardboard big gulp cups. What do you get? They're plastic, run-of-the-mill McDonald's-type cups now. Big gulp, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a line from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, I don't remember anything about that. Oh, boy. Anyway, a woman in Aurora, That's been a long time. I need to watch that, I guess. You probably should. Was cited by police officers Thursday after allegedly damaging a microwave at a 7-Eleven by placing a urine sample in the microwave, causing the urine to explode. Ugh. According to a they report, say that they say that like the urine itself caused the explosion. She probably it was probably in a container and they just sealed. left it in there for, for a long yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. According to a report from the Aurora Police Department obtained by Nine News, officers cited Angelique Sanchez, age 26, who was found waiting for a f- physical and a urinalysis at a health clinic a half mile from North. Oh no! Was she trying to like mess yeah. it up or something? She had somebody else's urine. And it was, it had to be. Temp, you know, the right temperature. Oh, I know. The report states that Sanchez... That's worse than eating that liquid cheese they sell. Ugh. The report stated my faith. that Sanchez entered the 7-Eleven and placed something in the microwave, but after a few seconds, the clerk heard a loud bang. That wasn't a loud bang. That was just... <laughs> a- the clerk told police that he that she saw Sanchez exit the store immediately after the explosion and that there was... Oh! <laughs> no! <laughs> Yellow liquid dripping from the microwave, and the smell was unquestionably urine. <laughs> That's people put stuff in those things, man. Oh man! I hope they got rid of that one. The clerk demanded that Sanchez clean up the mess, but Sanchez simply wiped out the microwave oven onto the you know, floor. Honestly, you gotta you gotta just burn that place down. Start over. <laughs> it's done. This prompted the clerk to call the police who were able to locate Sanchez at the health clinic waiting for the test for a future job. According to the report, Sanchez told an officer that she had cleaned up the mess and did not understand the problem. What's the problem? (laughs) I do not understand what you're saying to me. It's just a little pee. It's sterile. It's not the first time. You know, it's not. I just made that up. I really don't know. I wouldn't think it would be. There's an actual report out. How could it be? I, during uh, research for this show, there's a, a new report that says Durin, no. Durin. Durin. It's not. This is not the first time urine has exploded in a 7-Eleven microwave. Okay, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> After someone tried I to could, up. I lived my whole life without expecting to hear that sentence. <laughs> Last year, police in Oregon responded to a similar incident at a 7-Eleven. Are 7-Elevens the only places in these areas you can find a microwave? Do these people not have homes? I don't know. I don't get it. There've got to be a hundred gas stations around that have microwave. every building. Every building they passed had one. I'm sure they're everywhere. Yeah, surprise a car they're didn't everywhere, have they're everywhere. When a suspicious object exploded in the store's microwave, police evacuated the area, even brought in an explosives unit to only learn that the suspicious object was really a urine sample wrapped in a hand warmer. Well, you don't put a hand warmer in a microwave either. Well, here, here's the thought. What? And this is this is no better as far as disgusting. Yeah. You sure you want to say it? Yeah, get it. Get a cheap Walmart thermos that keeps you know, or one of those uh, their version of the Yeti that's like less than ten dollars. Yeah, it'll keep it warm. You yeah. don't have to go taking it to a microwave. It appears that whoever was on his/her way to do a drug test did not feel that it was warm enough, so they decided to microwave it at a Seven Eleven. 
And got a burrito, probably. <laughs> and some of that liquid cheese. I hope it was liquid cheese. Who knows? It's 7-Eleven now. <laughs> I can't fool my faith. Was that all you got? Yeah, that's it. Man's body found in wall of woman's restroom. I, uh, third third story we've had about a body in a wall. I'm sorry. Sometimes I pause after I read these because I have to take them all in and process them. I understand. Yes. Man's body found in wall of women's restroom after toilet wouldn't flush. That's correct. How would that affect a toilet flushing? He uh, was found on top of some of the equipment, the plumbing equipment. It's just pipes behind the wall. Well, read on, my brother. Calgary, Alberta. Canadian law enforcement officials have ruled out foul play in the death of a man whose body was found Monday inside the wall of a restroom at a mall in Calgary. The Calgary Herald reported the man was found after a worker was called to fix a toilet that wouldn't flush in a fourth floor woman's women's restroom in the core shopping center food court. That's the main shopping center. The core. That's the core. The worker removed a panel of the wall and found the body. Officials with the Calgary Police Service said that the, uh, so sad again, the unnamed man who was in his 20s, you know, in 20 years, there's no excuse not to have a name. You'd think he would have made one up or something. Something. Um, Dave. Gern Blanston. (laughs) Gern Blanston. uh, Kaiser. Anyway, um, he entered the restroom on Friday before, uh, he was in his 20s, entered the restroom on Friday before he was found. Um, Once inside the restroom, eh? Actually, the washroom. Yeah, because it's in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Once inside the washroom, eh, it was believed that he climbed on top of a pony wall. What? What? Pony? (laughs) Ponies go to the restroom? I think horses say nay. Ponies just go. (laughs) No, that's a donkey. Sorry. Anyway. So. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Once inside the washroom, A, it's believed that he climbed up on top of a pony wall, which was directly behind the toilets, and removed the vent cover, A, which was located on top of the wall, A, police officials said on Facebook. The pony wall used to hide utilities, A, it's a a wall, A. (laughs) Yeah. It's approximately seven feet tall, is not connected to the ceiling, and has no other access points. Oh, so so he could just climb over it. Right. Based on the evidence at the scene, officers believe that the victim... Uh, then climbed inside the pony wall through a vent opening where he became stuck and, li- and later died, eh? That's terrible. His reason for climbing inside the wall was not known. Well, I can guess. I could take some guesses. Okay. We talk a lot movies. You know, we talk about movies quite a bit on here. How do you feel about The Matrix? Uh, I watched it again recently because yeah. I really never cared for it. Right. I still didn't care for it that much. There's one scene in it that grossed me out so much I've never been able to get past it. Wait, do you know, before you say that, have yeah. you ever noticed that there's a skyline in Nashville at the very beginning of the movie? No. Watch the very beginning of the movie, one of the first chase scenes with the chick, the short-haired chick, whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nino or something nah, like that. No, whatever. Yeah. Watch. You'll see the WKDF sign in the background. Are you? Okay. Is, I'll I, check it out. You can look it up right now. Well, it, well you know that iconic green code that goes during the yeah. credits? Did you know the headline is, the iconic green code in the Matrix is just sushi recipes? In binary? Zeros and ones? The falling green characters at the beginning of all the Matrix films have become perhaps the most recognizable visual from the film, signifying how everything in the franchise universe is a vast fabrication. So what constitutes the code? An incredibly complex equation, you ask, Craig? I didn't ask, Craig. Chopped up passages of Heidegger, Craig, you think? Mm, nope. I'm trying not to think. It's just a load of recipes for sushi. Wow. 
But is it in zeros and ones? I think it is. No. It's code, isn't it? Just zeros it, and ones. It's, it's symbols and stuff. Okay. Well. The Matrix production designer Simon Whiteley told, that's racist, told mm, CNET definitely. of the apparent indecipherable collection of Japanese hiranga, kat, hiranga katana hiranga? and kanji characters. I'd like to tell everybody that the Matrix code is made out of Japanese sushi recipes. Without that code, there is no Matrix. Well, sushi, there's no Matrix. Do you know sushi like I know sushi? I know sushi girl. I don't like sushi. Oh, I love it. We went to to the $5 joint one day and found for like a quarter, found these sushi maker things. I've seen those. And um, you basically, basically, it, it opens up on a hinge and you put the rice on each side and put what you want inside and when you shut it it makes it form into that perfect roll shape yeah and then you basically squirt it out like play-doh on the other end it comes out onto the have you tried it oh it works great have you tried it i'm gonna go back now and try some i'll be back in a minute (laughs) yeah it was pretty good guy (laughs) hey what this next story we've covered these robots before a security robot found beaten up and covered in barbecue (laughs) sauce had it coming i remember that guy under it's normal him. circumstances, we would never encourage or endorse slathering someone in barbecue sauce, beating them up, and leaving them lying on the side of the road. <laughs> and that goes for both humans and robots, but we're not exactly short-circuiting with anger. See what they did there? Well, you made the noise. You got oh. a button. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the heck is wrong with you? Over this one mechanical security guard who had the exact thing happen to it because it's tasked with harassing homeless people in a story we first came across at New York Magazine, a Nightscope security bot used by a nonprofit organization in San Francisco in part to discourage homeless people from congregating was found lying on its side wrapped up in a tarp and <laughs> marinating in some barbecue <laughs> sauce. No word on what the flavor of the brand was. Oh, spicy. The five-foot-tall, 300-pound machine that fittingly oh, looks size. like it was inspired by Dr. <laughs> yes. You can fit inside of it. Inspired by Doctor Who's Daleks, uh, is designed to alert the local authorities of any untoward behavior, but apparently he wasn't able to get help for itself in time. Those Daleks are creepy, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Exterminate. Exterminate. And they got the big plunger sticking yes, in front of them. Yes, what is that? Well, in case there's a toilet that needs to be plunged. They've or, got one. Or a guy behind the wall. And if you, and aren't those the guys they open them up and they've got basically little squid looking guys inside of them? I don't know that the, I've ever seen Daleks, one. Daleks. I think the Daleks now. We got Daleks. Daleks. Yeah. I call them Daleks. Uh, one of our friends out there, she knows who she is. She's a big fan. And she probably straightened us out on it. But I'm pretty sure I remember they look like little squid octopus guys inside. I don't know that I've ever seen one opened. Well, you've never been around one. Honestly. Thank goodness. They're scary. Um, anyway, we doubt there will be any great outcry or anguish for this bullied night scope from the community, though, because while these robots have been used for other less upsetting reasons, They've been very popular with residents or they the haven't local been. government. I'm they sorry, they haven't been. Yeah. My, my bad. Thank yeah. you for That's an important word. Haven't? Yes, because if they had been popular with the residents, they wouldn't have made sense. You're right. That would be a really important word. Like somebody yeah, says, yeah. Have, you, uh, ha- have, have you enjoyed your time on the podcast with Aaron? I'd say, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be lying. Uh, everyone, and, and I've already gotten my, my Dairy Queen Blizzard, but they say, have you had one yet? I'll say, I haven't. You know, things like that. Yeah. That's a really good way to Even if you had. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, if you're looking for a great backstory for your dystopian novel, robot security guards that scare your dog and harass the homeless while roaming one of the richest cities in the world is a pretty fantastic foundation. Whether you keep keep the barbecue sauce or go with another condiment, it's up to you. Here's the thing. What? I don't feel bad for the robot. No, nobody does. That's what the story is about. But the thing is, um, that's pretty lame. Yeah. Uh, You know. 
So if we, we those of us who have homes, yeah. decided to congregate, right? They wouldn't send a robot up to bug us. No, but, but you take an unfortunate soul who's homeless and maybe doesn't look as nice, smell as nice, whatever. Not that you smell good. And we're going to send a robot in. Really, San Francisco? Oh, that's your issue. That's my issue. Oh, my issue was why buy an expensive robot when you just use a water hose to <laughs> spray them off. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Clearly, you would use the Soylent Green People Mover. <laughs> Remember that thing? Yes. It's like a bulldozer. You bulldoze and move it through. That's terrible. But my point is that why would you do that? Is Are you that spineless, San Francisco? You send a robot to do your work? Really? Goodness gracious. Now all right. all upset. Headline is, man drives 40 miles. I said that real country. Miles. I'm Aaron Lindsay. <laughs> I got a story about a man that drives 40 miles with 3,000 bees loose in the truck of his cab. Man drives 40 miles. Your mom is coming after me. Oh, I hope so. With 3,000 bees loose in his truck cab. This is uh, from Buncombe County, North Carolina. A North Carolina man drove about 40 miles on Tuesday with thousands of bees loose in the cab of his truck. You know what you you know what you don't the first rule? What? Don't swat at him. Just leave him alone? Leave him alone. If they if he's caught in that truck with those swarming around him, the yes. worst thing he can do is start taking swats at him. Don't make him mad. Just sit still and drive. Well, they, they might still sting you, yeah. but you're going to come out with one or two maybe if that. Wallace you Leatherface. Start, you start. You start swatting. Swat. 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 Start swatting at him. Yeah. You start swatting at him. This is a good advice from Craig. Today. They're going to come at you. Wallace Leatherface or Leatherwood bought about eighteen thousand bees from a from Wild Mountain Bees in Weaverville. 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 Don't go back to Weaverville. I put them in the back of the truck and went to look at a job. Said Leatherwood. Left there and went to Moe's Original Bar. Welcome to Moe's. Different Moe's. Oh, I'm sorry. Before getting into the restaurant, Leatherwood moved the three boxes of bees from the bed to the cab of the truck. Why? Well, he said, steal them? he explains, I didn't have any shady placey to sit them. <laughs> shady placey. <laughs> he's, shady rhyme, placey. He's, a, he's a rapper now. <laughs> I didn't have any shady place to sit them. Leatherwood Today's said. band name, Shady Placey. <laughs> when I came out, one of the boxes was uh, black with bees, and there were bees everywhere. I thought, well... I don't know what to do. I don't want to lose my bees. They were $165 yeah. a box. Yeah, they're pricey. Leatherwood said. So, with nearly 3,000 bees flying around inside his truck, Leatherwood stopped at his son's work. Brandon Singleton, who works with Leatherwood's son, shot video of the bees in the truck. I knew he was crazy, but I didn't know how crazy until I walked out, Singleton said. And, man, there were just bees everywhere. He said it just like that, Dave. Yeah, yeah, just like you would. Yeah. There were even bees on Interstate 40. There's always bees on Interstate 40. Hitchhiker. there's no <laughs> no jars of peanut butter from an overturned truck. <laughs> Where Leatherwood shot the video on his own while sitting in traffic. It is dangerous. I know what you're going to say. Oh, you need to have an EpiPen when you should have a bee suit. Well, I don't use a bee suit 99% of the time, so I'm just cool with them, Leatherwood said. So he knew how to handle it. Last bees. sentence. What did I say? They were apparently cool with him, too. He did not get stung once throughout the entire drive. Because he did not swat it. That's right. But he knew how to handle them like you do. Yeah. He, I didn't the know The in-laws that. have bees, and I've actually I've actually robbed the bees Well, before. why haven't you supplied me with some honey? I haven't had any in a long time. It's kind of hard, too, because they've obviously had issues because bees are dying. Kind of, well. Disappearing. He's got plenty of, but but one of the first things I learned, well, not the first things, you know, one of the one of the important things I learned from them was just don't don't swat at them, don't make them mad. Now I have had one sting me when I wasn't doing anything but just standing there trying to steal his honey, but that was probably <laughs> well, enough, maybe that's that it. was the reason. Yeah, you come um, around and try to steal my honey and see what happens, honey. 
What'd you call me? That's right. Darn it. Darn it. Okay. Oh, man. You know what? Man. They they had a, they took a microphone up to his truck, by the way, while the bees were in there, and he said, Help. <laughs> you love that button, <laughs> don't do. you? New contact. I'm on board with this one. Yes. New contact lens could let you shoot lasers from your eyes. Oh, it's so great to live when we live. Researchers have developed an ultra-thin and flexible membrane less than a thousandth of a millimeter thick that can be placed onto a contact lens, enabling the wearer to essentially shoot lasers from their eyes. (laughs) The membrane, which was developed by scientists from the University of St. Andrews in Scotland, is made from an organic semiconducting polymer. You know, we've talked a lot about those. Have we? Yes, yeah, the organic (laughs) semiconducting Palmer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you don't want the you don't want the synthetics. You want the organic ones. The synthetic ones are unstable. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A broad class of materials that consist of many repeat chains of molecular units. It emits a very low powered laser light when illuminated by another laser. Each membrane uh, is uh, able to produce a unique barcode, a well defined series of laser beams in the form of sharp lines. This could have applications in identification technology as kind of a wearable security tag, according to researchers. I don't really know that's really useful, hmm. to be honest. Well, I just want to be able to shoot can lasers I just show, out of can my Can I just eyes. show my driver's license? <laughs> Here, I was like, what do you, like, burned a hole through his I jacket like, or something? I like how they built that up like you were going to shoot really good lasers. And well, you're it, shooting it, lasers. But nobody can see them. It doesn't matter. Oh, what if they can feel them? That'd be even better. If they can't see them and you're burning a hole through their arm, they're like, where's this coming from? And you're like, I don't know, but I can't stop watching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're looking at it. See what I'm saying? <clears throat> it could be It could be great. Sure. Weirdo. <laughs> Headline is, this is local news, Greg. This is around our area. Woman accused of attacking sister with sardines and shoe. A Clarksville woman. Sardines don't wear shoes. <laughs> was charged with assaulting with assault after throwing her sardines at her. They are salty. You know, sardines. They yeah, are, so that's why they she was charged. called saltines, but that's already taken. <laughs> that's why she was charged with assault. Knocking over shelves and running away from police. The woman, 19, got into a fight with her younger sister Tuesday afternoon at a home on Callaway Drive. The older sister got upset that her phone was broken and demanded the younger sister or mother replace it. Entitled much? <laughs> the defendant opened a can of sardines and dumped them on the floor before, before picking the sardines up. Well, they weren't worth eating. And throwing them at the sister, they weren't, striking they, What her. else would you use them for? She also threw a shoe at her sister, bit her on the head, kicked holes in the walls, tipped over food shelves, and pulled out a box cutter threatening to slice and dice the sister. And then spent a week in the padded room. If she didn't get her a new phone. The woman ran from an officer after she was told to stand in front of the patrol car I wish this has been on live PD. That would have been a hit. She was charged with aggravated domestic assault, domestic assault, and vandalism. So wait, 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 wait. wait this live PD thing you were talking about. Yeah. You said something about that in one of the other shows. Okay. Now, what? where do you see this? Uh, it's on Pluto? AMC. Oh, AMC. It's yeah. called live what? L- live PD. I think and it's AMC. Is it, what's different? No, it's A&E. It's A&E. What's different f- that from, let's cops. say, cops? It's live. So they, they, they're in this. Oh, it actually is live. It's live. Yeah, as you're seeing it. They they have a studio with a host, and they have screens everywhere. 
whenever there's action in one of these I areas. But there's a loop because somebody gets shot. They're going to they're show that. There's got to be a loop. Well, they do have time to edit out the, the real foul words. They beep them out. There's or, a loop. Or just cut them. So they got, they got yeah, a loop. It's like, a, got like a seven like, second loop or something. Yeah. If we yeah. had a live radio show, we would have a loop. And then when people like your friends call up and start cussing, we'd be able to. And them now up. a weird moment from you history. Right Do you hear that? How do I end up with these every time? You don't. Normally I have them. And now a weird moment from history. Just in case you forgot what we were doing. And now okay. a weird moment from history. Everything you don't need to know about flea circuses. Have you ever heard of a flea circus? Yes. See, I, growing up, I didn't know whether they were real or not because some people used them in a joke. And then a, an old man once said, no, I've actually seen a real flea circus. Maybe and if I, we read the story, we'd know. Yeah, but did you did you know that they were a real thing? I really had only heard of them and didn't really give much thought. You thought they were jokes. I didn't really know what they were. Yeah, you did. I was too busy waiting on my x-ray glasses to come in the mail from the back of the comic. Contacts. Oh, no, those are lasers. Those are laser Oh, my bad. Is your head buzzing trying to figure out exactly what is a flea circus? I don't think you hear of them much anymore like when we were kids. Flea circuses have been entertaining audiences for centuries as one of the strangest circus attractions we've come across. Here's everything you ever wanted to know about the big top with the tiniest performers. I like the setup a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. A flea circus is a miniature sideshow spectacle in which fleas perform or appear to perform tricks, including tightrope walks, Ferris wheel spinning, chariot pulling, and jumping hoops. It's going to be tiny, tiny, tiny little chariot. You know, little bitty. Like, itty bitty tiny. <laughs> The use of fleas as entertainment can be traced all the way back to 1578. Good grief. a year before you were born. <laughs> That's a lot of tracing. When watchmaker Mark Scalio attached a tiny chain and leash to a flea to show off his craftsmanship. Yeah, but how could anybody see it? Anyone, you see the little leash going up and down, I guess. Anyone who could make a metal chain for a flea could surely be trusted to look after a fine metal watch. The first flea circus is credited to uh, Louis Bertolotto. 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 He opened the exhibition of the industrious fleas in the 1830s, putting the flea circus on the map with performances in London, New York, uh, Canada. A. Yeah, A. In London, I'm New sorry, York, I didn't mean to Paris, Munich, on. everyone's talk about mm, pop music. <laughs> he uh, his shows reflected the popular culture of the time, with one show even referencing Napoleon. Well, although the flea circus we, has, we've got that. You just referenced Napoleon on our show, did I? Yeah. When? Just now. Oh, I did. You're right. I did. Didn't even know it. Yeah. Um. The let's see where was it before you interrupted me? Oh, Napoleon. although the flea circus has waned in popularity, one can still be found each year at the Oktoberfest celebrations in Munich. See, told you, mm, Paris, music. Munich. It's celebrated as the world's last remaining flea circus. Those fleas, fleas we need be, to go. They must be old. <laughs> we need to go. Fleas were chosen due to their uh, prevalence in the world. More so in the 1800s than now. Uh, come to my house, backyard. <laughs> Quick to reproduce and cheap to feed, fleas were an easy creature to come by. They also provided a shock value as a creature not well loved by the world. Their tiny size was meant, uh, also meant that a circus could be created for them on a miniature scale, which delighted audiences of the time. Yeah, they love that. Um, there are more than 2,000 species of fleas in the world, although the species used for circus, uh, circuses was almost always the human flea. Oh, I've known a few of those. 
irritating. You're a human flea. <clears throat> I saw a flea play a bass once. <laughs> the I got it. Uh, <laughs> I got that. It just took a minute. Let's hope circus goers didn't get too close to the performers. Can they be taught to do tricks? The jury is still out on this one, but the consensus seems to be that fleas are not capable of learning tricks or being taught right? skills. I was yawning. To overcome such a long storm, so it's tired. a good story. To overcome this, circuses resorted to several workarounds. Fleas are known for their ability to jump. I've seen live that. fleas were sometimes placed into tiny harnesses to keep them contained within the circus. <laughs> Can so, you see that? This is harness? not true. It is true. Their natural jumping behavior could then be interpreted by the audience as a trick by placing objects near the flea, such as a ball. The flea could then push over or move it with no one to regulate the welfare of the fleas. Glue was also used <laughs> to fasten them to the attraction. Well, who would want to worry about welfare for fleas? Somebody today would. No, I guarantee it. Some circuses even use dead fleas, dressing them up in tiny, uh, teeny tiny costumes and gluing and fastening the buggers to ropes. This is all satire. No, it's None not. None of this is real. It is true. You don't put the feet. They're not even the size of a ballpoint pin's tip. Exactly. That's why the watchmaker made the little chain you to show you his believe skills. Anything. If you believe this, I got some land. You know where I got this? Ripley's Believe It or Not. Well, that's why. It's <laughs> do not believe this. It's true. Okay. In they this, had actual photos. Okay, let me just say. Yeah. For our listener. Go ahead. For today only, for right now, I will be playing the person with a brain, and Aaron will be playing the person <laughs> that believes anything. Mom. You're believing that they dress these things. There's photographic evidence. How do I know the fleas are real? They're so tiny. Some enterprising circus owners who didn't have the passion for tracking down live fleas used illusions, relying on magnetic and electrical contraptions. This trickery created movement in the attractions, allowing audience, audiences to believe the trained flea was moving balls, jumping from a high dive, or riding a miniature carriage. Oh, I can't believe you doubt Don't me. you remember Mr. Hammond in the first Jurassic Park telling a story about having his, his first thing was a flea circus? I hate that movie. The book is great. Is it really? I never read the book. You should read the book. I probably would like that. The book is fantastic. The book and the second had, book's good too. If it weren't for the actors in the first one, except for Jeff Goldblum, the only one that saved that movie. Edinburgh was great. No, he's terrible. The whole movie was acted poorly, except for Jeff and everything he does. Jeff's awesome. Is amazing. And that's why you need to see Ragnarok. Okay. Jeff Goldblum's in Thor Ragnarok, and I'll, he's I'll fantastic. I will see it. It's time for the top 10, the Mark Patch top 10. Top 10 questions that determine whether you are an extrovert or an introvert. This may tell you how hard of a time I'm having coming across good top 10 lists lately. I guess so. I thought you were going to say how hard of a time you have sitting across from me. <laughs> well, no, that, that's difficult. Number 10. Wait a second. Let what? me say this. I found these interesting. Are you are you considered extrovert? You got to be an extrovert. I think I'm. I think I kind of. I, I think it depends on the day. Because I took the I took the exam and I am introverted, which was a surprise to me. I always thought I was an extrovert, but I'm not, and it makes much more sense now. I think that that um, I would be con I would be mistaken as an extrovert, but you would be surprised how introverted I am. I think we're a lot alike. I think because I was 49, 51. I'm, I'm 51 percent. You're 51 years old. <laughs> That's true. So are you. Don't don't make fun I'm of I'm not it. 51. <laughs> nope. This is not airing at my birthday. <laughs> it's Sorry. close. Nope. This is maybe the last show where I'm 50. Hey, at least hey. we're not my brother. Hines. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I saw it on a bottle. Hines? Yeah. It said 57 right there. <laughs> oh, Hines. I got right you. Right there. 
<clears throat> that wasn't worth chasing after. So anyway, these are the top 10 questions that determine I'd whether... Say, I'd ask you how Alan is, but he called us a while ago. During the band meeting, he, he had the, the nerve to call. Speaking of the band meetings, we were discussing the delicious dessert I had yesterday on my birthday. Once mm-hmm. a year, mm-hmm. on my birthday, I allow myself to have a Cracker Barrel apple dumpling all to myself which again perplexes me because you suck down large blizzards from dairy queen like nobody's there's no the the apple dumpling according to my fitness pal get one oh don't i can't i I, I will next year what if i three thousand six hundred and sixty something calories what's in that i guess nothing but sugar (laughs) is there ice cream there's two things, two scoops of ice cream. Two on things top. of ice cream. Yeah. Two quarts of ice cream. <laughs> two, two big scoops of ice cream right on top of it, because it's made for more than one. It's it's a it's they a don't shareable. Know us very well. No, they do not. That's like those bags of M and M's that say the share size. What is that? What are you That's talking not about? A share you size. Like a share anything. The share size is the five pound bag you buy. Yeah, what am I? And that's still <laughs> questionable. I'm not five. Don't tell me what to share. <laughs> so anyway, we've got the top ten questions that determine whether you are an extrovert or an introvert. All right. Number 10, do you have a reserved or an outgoing type personality? Now, this is where we would both fool them because both of us have pretty outgoing personalities. Yeah. Number nine, would you rather think first or act first? I'm a thinker. I'm a thinker. Again, that depends on the mood I'm in. Yeah. It might depend depend on the situation, too. I mean, if I see somebody drowning, it's not going to take me long to think about jumping in. You're not jumping in. (laughs) It's not going to take you long to think I need to pull out my phone and record this. Depends on who it is. Number eight. Are you considered as an aloof or an emotion? Are you a loofah? No, are you considered? (laughs) My name is loofah. (laughs) I scrub on the second floor. (laughs) I drip downstairs from you. Are you considered as an aloof or an emotional friendly person? I would say I'm the second one. I'm the second one. I'm not really aloof. Yeah. I think you kind of you you. See, no, you're a goof. I'm a goof. That's different. I'm more goof. That's a few letters off. Number seven. Oh, you can spell suddenly. <laughs> can you sit simply for long hours occupied by your thoughts without feeling bored? No, I can't I, either. I, I can't. I have to be reading. Now I can sit and read for hours on end and not be bored. Hmm. I often do. Number six, top 10 questions that determine whether you are an extrovert or an introvert. Do you feel comfortable or stressed while working in groups? I'm comfortable. I'm I'd rather work alone. I, mm, Again, situation. I, I would know. much rather work alone. It doesn't bother me either way. I don't really care. Number five, do you think intensely before speaking something or do you say Almost whatever comes to your mind. Oh heck! If it goes in my, if it comes through my head, it goes out my mouth. I swear, you're in, you have no filter. No, if it if it comes if it comes through my brain, it goes out my mouth. I'm the opposite. Now I do think intensely before speaking something. But you know what? At least you know. You know that's true. You know. You so know. Shut up. <laughs> a number. We got another it? friend that's like that. And his wife apologized to me for a joke he made that was hilarious. <laughs> Which friend? Uh, initials? Darren. Darren and Sharon. Oh, you know, yeah. Darren. Love okay, them. Okay, so Darren. Does he listen? Uh, yes, he does. Darren texted me. Um, he, he was going to miss a group we were both going to, uh-huh. and he was letting me know that he had. AA? He, no, not AA. He had back pain. So he wasn't going to. His back was hurting so bad that he couldn't come to group. Right. So I said, well, whatever you do, do not take Dones. Because my back was hurting last week. I took Dones, and the side effects were bizarre. It's not your growth. So in a Craig-like moment, he responded, 
exactly what you just said. He said, what? Will it stunt my growth? Ah! At which point I died laughing in the middle of Walmart with my wife. And about about five minutes later, he said, I'm in trouble now. He had apologized. (laughs) Oh, man. He actually called me to apologize. That's great. Yeah. Great people. (laughs) I thought it was hilarious, though. Okay. Where are we? We're on number four. No, I just did that one. Do you get anxious over things? You're number three. No, no. No, you didn't do number four. I didn't? No. Did you interrupt me again? Probably. Do you constantly... Of the top 10 questions to determine whether or not you're an extrovert or an introvert, do you constantly get anxious over things that you said... In the recent and or distant past, I get anxious about everything. I do get anxious over things I've said in the distant past. Um, yeah. There's things I've said I wish I could have, rem- you know, taken back instantly. So, so I would not be that way. But if somebody draws the attention to something and makes me question whether or not somebody took it the wrong way, yeah. I, but the thing about me is, I'll say stuff to people. I'll say things to people just the most deadpan. Oh, you're and, good. You're good. And yeah. and I've actually at least once in my life had somebody stop and go uncomfortably go, uh, you were wait. Were you just, were you kidding at that? Was that, was that serious? Or were you, I said, yes, I was serious. That's why my mom doesn't like you. I was like, yes, now get out of my way. Dad loves you. Get out of my way, flappy head. <laughs> oh, yeah, Pops. Hey, hey pops. pops. When I went to Oklahoma, yeah, I actually thought about doing this, and I forgot. I shouldn't tell you this now because it just make you sad. When I was in Oklahoma, there's a place called Pops, and I thought about I should have got a hat for him. You've seen me wear oh, a Pops shirt. Oh, that would have been awesome. You've yeah. seen my Pops hat before. I shipped, uh, I need to try to yeah. remember that next time I'm out there. Yeah, Pops. I saw Pops last Sunday. He's doing, he's doing good. Number three, if you're asked to convey a matter or, or give something to 50 people, would you gather them in one in a place to take necessary action or do it one by one? Oh, I, together. I, if it, I was Absolutely. Assuming, if we had the option, I matter. Get, now, yeah. now it's not like, are you going to put people in a room and fire them all? That's different. But if right. you're going to do something for a bunch of people, uh, trying to herd, somebody, cats, like, herd cats like yeah, that? Yeah. Let's say your, your office got new walkie-talkies or something, 50 of them for the employees. Did we? No. Oh. But- you would call them all. Anybody would, I would think. Get them all in the conference room and hand them out. You don't go to desk to desk. Well, maybe some I people I just want to know what made you say walkie-talkies. It's just the first you thing that popped in my mind. everybody got a brand new cell phone. Or no, because that makes me Everyone mad. got a honey-baked ham certificate. Ooh. Or a free Blizzard coupon. You know, I went to honey-baked ham with my mother a few weeks ago. Yeah? And got lunch there. Yeah. Oh. I've never gotten lunch at honey-baked ham. It was delicious. The bread's a little tough to me. No, I got the on the ciabatta. Oh, I didn't get the ciabatta. Was, I got the bread. It, well, the lady said, I like it about this particular sandwich better on the ciabatta. Maybe I should have It was done a, that. something turkey it's pesto good. or something. It, it is was, good. It, it was really good. It's no Speedway. Well, not <clears throat> duh, what is? <laughs> All right. Now I've got to go to Honey Baked Ham and see if AJ walks in and says, hey, I was just listening to you talk about Honey Baked Ham. <laughs> and then awesome. I'm going to know. Then I'm going to know she's a wizard. Yeah. So, uh, number two. Yep. Top. This is the longest top 10 ever. Top 10 questions that determine whether or not you're an extrovert or an introvert. Number two. Do you give importance to understanding the world or changing the world? Oh, good grief! I just try to I just try to understand it. <laughs> so you take the first one. Yeah, I would say. I that. think I, I think I take the next one. Um, you know, and you can change we the world are the, so many ways. We are the world. Yeah, we are the people. There's no doubt. <laughs> We're gonna make a brighter. I mean, place. children. Children. Is it children? We are. The no, world. that's Whitney told you that the people we are, are the, the children. No, it is children. Okay. We are. <laughs> okay. I'll take. I'll be a child again. I get accused of acting like it anyway. <laughs> okay, then number one. The number one top ten question to determine whether you're an expert in <laughs> Do you feel relaxed or stressed in social events? Mm, usually relaxed. It depends. If it's a very social event, I'm very stressed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just depends. I'd say I'd be I'd be more stressed if it was something that I'm not uh, 
not my style. Like if you see me somewhere and I had to be, well, yeah. if I had to be formally dressed, I was around a bunch of schnooty types. Like I'd a be rock, like, a rock concert, I'm very relaxed because you don't have to talk to anybody. But if you had to go to the opera, ex- well, no, I, I'd be relaxed there. No, I'm saying so relaxed. I'd if probably you had to be, asleep. if you had to be in a social event with upper upper crust snots, snots, yeah, then you'd be a little more like uh, true. But if I could go to one of those upper snot parties dressed in jeans and a T-shirt, yeah, like if you were doing that. Oh, what if they had weird coming or thing? Yeah, we, we would be the hell. Oh, that's a good idea. Good thing for a movie, the hell. Well, not to offend you, yeah, not to offend you, but if you're a snob with a lot of money and nobody really likes you, but you want somebody fun to come to your event, call the weird boys. We'll, we'll hire out. Yeah. I mean, we'll just walk in the room, stand there, and make the place so much better. We can just talk. That's how this podcast got started. We yes. just talking. We're still talking. Yes, somebody said you guys need to be on the radio. You guys should either shut up or put it on a podcast. All right, we're out of here. That was episode something. 174. Darn it.